welcome. Thank you for joining us for the 29th Sunday in Ordinary Time. Hi. We are gathered here uh, to break open the readings for this Sunday. We will be accessing the scriptures um, on the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops website. That's the usccb.org, and you can access the readings at the top of the page. Our first reading is from Isaiah. Thus says the Lord to his anointed, Cyrus, whose right hand I grasp, subduing nations before him, and making kings run in his service, opening doors before him, and leaving the gates unbarred. For the sake of Jacob, my servant of Israel, my chosen one, I have called you by your name, giving you a title, though you knew me not. I am the Lord, and there is no other. There is no God beside me. It is I who arm you, though you know me not, so that toward the rising and setting of the sun, people may know that there is none besides me. I am the Lord, there is no other. The Responsorial Psalm comes from Psalm 96. Give the Lord glory and honor. Sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all you lands. Tell his glory among the nations, among all peoples his wondrous deeds. Give the Lord glory and honor. For great is the Lord and highly to be praised. Awesome is he beyond all gods. For all the gods of the nations are things of naught, but the Lord made the heavens. Give the Lord glory and honor. Give to the Lord, you families of nations. Give to the Lord glory and praise. Give to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring gifts and enter his courts. Give the Lord glory and honor. Worship the Lord in holy attire. Tremble before him, all the earth. Say among the nations, the Lord is king. He governs the peoples with equity. Give the Lord glory and honor. The second reading is from 1 Thessalonians. Paul, Silvanus, and Timothy to the church of the Thessalonians, in God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, grace to you and peace. We give thanks to God always for all of you, remembering you in our prayers, unceasingly calling to mind your work of faith and labor of love, and endurance in hope of our Lord Jesus Christ, before our God and Father, knowing, brothers and sisters loved by God, how you were chosen. For our gospel did not come to you in word alone, but also in power and in the Holy Spirit and with much conviction. This week's gospel comes from Matthew 22. The Pharisees went off and plotted how they might entrap Jesus in speech. They sent their disciples to him with the Herodians, saying, Teacher, we know that you are a truthful man, and that you teach the way of God in accordance with the truth, and that you are not concerned with anyone's opinion, for you do not regard a person's status. Tell us then, what is your opinion? Is it lawful to pay the census tax to Caesar or not? Knowing their malice, Jesus said, Why are you testing me, you hypocrites? Show me the coin that pays the census tax. Then they handed him the Roman coin. He said to them, Whose image is this, and whose inscription? They replied, Caesar's. At that he replied to them, Then repay to Caesar what belongs to Caesar, and to God what belongs to God. So usually we would uh, take a minute to uh, think about the readings and pray over those. We've had the chance to do that a little bit so far, so let's go ahead and get started. Um, I gotta say the first thing that really jumps out to me with these readings is in the Gospel of Matthew, uh, 
you, well, a lot can be said about the gospel, but the line where uh, the, the Pharisees' disciples say, you are not concerned with anyone's opinion for you do not regard a person's status is great that they recognize that like, Jesus doesn't care about the system. He doesn't care about the classes. He doesn't care about like the, the rich or the poor or the lepers or the clean. Like Jesus is there to tell people the truth and that's it. And it, like, that's like, I, I think it's great that they recognize that, but not only that, but like how cool it is that like, because Jesus stands for this truth is part of why so many people were willing to follow him. And uh, clearly they don't like Jesus. Like we, we know that. And um, there's problems, but they also recognize like even in buttering him up before they're trying to entrap him, they're like, oh, you're this great guy who's really truthful and really honest and you don't care about what other people think because, you know, you're Jesus. And it's like, yeah, no, that's exactly right. Like, you're trying <laughs> trying to be nice to trip, trap me up, but, like, you're also, nope, right. you're also being completely accurate that, like, I'm here to tell people the truth and bring people to, to the kingdom of God, right? That's what he's trying to show them so often that it's, it's yeah, you get it. So I think that's kind of cool. After looking at the last couple of weeks, too, I think it's uh, interesting that we, uh, this is the first uh, time the gospel in like a while that we haven't had a parable. Um, mm. And I guess I don't know how long it's been. Maybe it hasn't been that long, but it feels like it's been a while where Jesus has been telling parables um, either to the Pharisees or to different groups of people. Um, but here, he's just kind of talking to them. Or they ask the question and he answers it. Um, so it's just kind of cool. Mm-hmm. He answers the question with a question. Right. Like he often does. Um, and he lets them uh, kind of come to their own conclusion with that. Um, he's like, well, show me the coin. Like, let's just, you know, like he points straight to the truth of, um, you know, if that's written on the coin, um, then that belongs to Caesar and Caesar created that and that goes back to him and like reminding us of what's been given to us by God belongs to God um, and I think it's kind of been looking in that at our in our own lives of like we often get so caught up of like what's what and I belong to this and I belong to that and it's like no it's deeply written on our hearts that like we belong to the father and it's I think we often forget that and like we're hopefully going back to him and so like how are we preparing ourselves to go back to him um, and, and what do we do in that way but I think in tying that to like the first reading of Cyrus like he was one of the few not it what non-Israelites huh Mm -hmm. he and yep. he was of the Persian army um, and so it's like oh well God can't use him like mm -hmm. he's not but like through all of that like God's going to use whoever he wants to use to accomplish his goals and to bring about his kingdom and his glory um, and so like even someone like Cyrus he can work through them and I think we forget like even through the people that we think God can't work through or through the situations that may be really difficult or, you know, trying times that we have 
in we feel like we're just we're persistent but we just feel like we hit a wall or whatever like god's gonna work through those moments if it's supposed to bring about good yeah i think if you look in the the second reading right from paul's letter first letter to the thessalonians the the theme that i think that ties these different readings together is is the the line where it says brothers and sisters loved by god how you were chosen mm-hmm. you know that that cyrus was chosen by god mm-hmm. cyrus worshiped uh marduk who was a persian mm-hmm. god yep. you know he's not the god that we know he's not the abrahamic god it, it's a pagan god but god still took him and you know, because Cyrus wanted to be the kind of leader where he was going to take people out of slavery um, to rebuild the temple, mm-hmm. that's what God used him for. Right, and you could probably say Cyrus was also using that to be like, well, I'm going to tax people once the temple's rebuilt. But God was sitting there going, yeah, but you're still going to rebuild my temple. Um, you know, and then you look at Paul and you look at Timothy and you look at uh, Silvanus. Like, again, not people that you typically would have looked at to leadership and yet these three men were great evangelizers. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you look in the last reading, the gospel, right? Like clearly the Pharisee and the Herodians could not stand Jesus, and yet Jesus was the one who was chosen by God, right? Like this whole scene takes place uh, during Holy Week. You know, if, if you're looking in a, a chronological order of what's going on, this happens right after Jesus has turned over the tables uh, in the temple and right before the crucifixion. And it's, you know, the, the Herodians and the Pharisee, historically speaking, if you go back and look, hated each other. They despised each other. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I remember a uh, priest that gave a homily one time and he talked about, like, how much he hated his brother. And they were wrestling one time and his brother threw him into the wall and they broke the wall and the mom heard it and she started yelling and she was like, what did you two do? And it was like, as much as we hated each other as brothers and fought, we suddenly had a common enemy. And so we turned all of our energy towards stopping mom and diffusing this problem. That's what's happening, right? Like the Pharisees, the Pharisees and the Herodians are looking at this and they're like, I don't like you, but I dislike him even more. So let's try to figure out how we can, how we can take care of this. So, right. Jesus, you know, he's, He's no dummy. He knows exactly what they're trying to do. He calls them out on it. It's like, he knows their malice. And he's like, were you testing me, you hypocrites? Um, which I think is great. Yeah. I think it kind of goes back to what you were saying about Cyrus and just that, like, God's going to find even the weirdest ways to make his will happen um, if people are willing to, um, to not get in his way. And, like, with Cyrus, like, he was the king of Persia and God saw something that he was going to do and use that to for his own will and then mm-hmm. with Paul and Sylvanus and Timothy kind of the same thing a lot in their own lives but then also here in like in this moment like the Pharisees and the Herodians were united for like a brief moment in something even if it was not good and then they united and they said something that was truthful and that they acknowledged sort of who Jesus was even if they meant it in a mocking way um, so even these tiny little doors that are sort of meant to um, meant for different purposes uh, God takes those and just kind of works his own will through those which I think is really cool to see in these three readings yeah and I think it does tie back to that last sentence 
of uh, the gospel. Um, give to God what belongs to God because we know that everything belongs to God, right? Like even Cyrus as the king will, will bow down to God. When, when things are done, what, what belongs to God is everything. And so everything will return to God. So, yeah. Well, and I think talking about Cyrus, like, bowing down, like, as the Persian, king of the Persian Empire, defeated the Babylonian Empire so that the Israelites could continue to worship. Um, and so he knew the good that was there, um, even though he was over the Persians. And we know all that was there. Yeah. I wanted to wanted to lead people in a way that they respected him mm-hmm. rather than fearing him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cool. I got one little thing. This is fun. So going back to the money changers, the money exchange, right? So what happened in the temple, right? You had to have unclean, or uh, sorry, clean animals to make the sacrifice. Right, but people would travel from all over the world to get into the temple. So usually the animals were already unclean. So they would have to find a way to get clean animals, which is why um, uh, Nazareth was a good place for sheep to come to Jerusalem because it wasn't a very far distance. Right? But there was only one place. So you couldn't have false idols and images, false images within the temple. So what they would have to do, the money exchangers were in... Tyre. Remember a couple weeks ago we had Tyre and Sidon? Um, so it was a coastal city. It was the only place in the area, in Israel, where you could get money that did not have the image of Caesar on it. They had what's called the Tyrant shekel. And so that's what they would actually use to, to spend money on the clean animals during the Passover, right? So these disciples, the, the Pharisees' disciples and the Herodians that come into the temple to entrap Jesus, when he says to them, uh, show me the, the coin, and what do, they hand, what do they hand Jesus? A Roman coin, right? Because it's a Roman-occupied area in Jerusalem. So what would have been on the Roman coin? Caesar. Caesar. A false idol and a false image. So Jesus knows this. Because they didn't get the money exchanged because of what was happening, Mm -hmm. because we're now past that, Jesus would have known right then that these men who were supposed to be the ones upholding moral ground uh, would have brought a false idol into the temple. And so imagine the way they actually replied that it was Caesar's. When he says to them, whose image is on this and whose inscription, he doesn't say whose name is on it. He says, whose image? Because he wants to show them their hypocrisy right there. So imagine the way they answered Caesar's. <laughs> it's probably like, dang it, he got us again already, <laughs> right? And that's why it's so cool that he asked the question. And then, of course, to say to them, then give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar. Because like, ultimately, this means nothing. Right. Because everything belongs to God. Yep. So, yeah, it's a, it's a fun way that Jesus kind of twists the story back on him of like, you hypocrites. I'm gonna show. I'm gonna prove to everybody watching right now that you're also a hypocrite because of the uh, the false image that you're about to to show in the temple. So, yep. All right. Good stuff. I don't have anything else. Bye, everybody. Thanks for joining us. See you next week. See you next well, week. Well, well, hear you. Nope. You'll hear us next week. You'll hear us next week. Yeah. Yep. We'll be back. <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs>